what's going on? I'm Anoki the One, and I'm back with another video. And this video is about my thoughts on police brutality. So I've been going in on Black Lives Matter. I've been going in on the lies in history and the true white supremacy that is our American history and basically the school system, which trains us also Hollywood trains us all to be white supremacists. If you haven't watched those videos, watch, go back and watch those videos. Okay. They're very important. They're building blocks to try to see what my dog doing. They're building blocks to what I have to say. And also shameless plug. Like I've said before, if you want to invest in your education, if you want to contribute to this channel, this stuff is being demonetized and removed and all this other stuff. This takes hard work, spiritual guidance, learning, reading, okay? Send your contributions to Cash App, Cash Sign, Anoki the One. Follow me on Anoki the One on Instagram and everything else. So my thoughts, because I am a person who is not going to pick a side. I want to listen to all kinds of voices because and the big thing with all of this the, the biggest thing with all because I don't know what is wrong with people where they just think that me as a black lesbian is just I don't know it's like there's such a cognitive bias when it comes to differing opinions of both people in the LGBT and black people that they go from, they just can't fathom how I could have a different idea than what all of them have, which is a problem. It's a really pro a big problem. Group think. That's why I've never fit into any of these groups because I think for, I've always thought for myself, I'm going to research. I'm going to look it up. I'll listen to you. I'm like, okay, let me, let me look that up. Let me see different opinions, right? So I am... I know what I've been conditioned to believe my entire life. And so w one thing that I've never done until now is listen to a black officer talk about his experience as a police officer or a police officer in the LGBT. That's just like, why have I never thought to do that? Like, that's crazy, right? Because... The conditioning is that, oh, if they're a cop, they're not black. If they're a cop, they're just as horrible as the white cops, if not worse. That's the stereotype, right? The reality is there are some black people who become police officers because they have experienced racism with police officers and also because they've experienced crime in their neighborhoods and they want to help fix that. That's like... Whoa, good googly. That's like impossible. Most people never even think about the fact that there are black police. And even if they it's just like a and then you go on on social media and you see white people talking crazy. Now these people are in the Black Lives Matter movement, supposedly, but they're sitting here talking crazy to minority police officers. Even though police officers what I didn't think about I just never thought about I never thought to think this right because they're known knowns things you know you know things you know you don't know known unknowns and things you don't know that you don't know unknown unknown these are things that I never thought to put together okay now I've heard the whole dismissive black on black crime using arguments to dismiss certain things okay but you cannot talk about, you really, if you're going to be an unbiased thinker, if you're seeking truth and honesty and integrity, you cannot talk about police brutality and not talk about black on black crime because police are supposed to fight crime. So if you have an influx if black people are committing crimes at a high rate, that means that 
they're going to have a high rate of encounters with the police. Same thing with white people. All people who commit crimes, it doesn't matter what race they are, if you are a career uh, criminal or if you commit crimes or you're in an area where crimes are largely committed, you are going to have more encounters with the police than the regular everyday Joe. So all the people who completely and totally dismiss for one the fact that there are black officers who are not like the black officers that we've seen on tv who are just black officers to hate black people internalize hatred there are some black officers who love black people so much that they will risk their lives every single day to save the lives of black people there are white people the, the police officer that I listened to, he said he was working with officers who were white, who were risking their lives every day to protect black people, protect black people from criminals. A lot of times those criminals just so happen to be black people in the black neighborhood. Yes. If you're in a black neighborhood, your biggest threat is going to be another black person. Your biggest threat is not going to be the police. This is some things that is, is going to go over a lot of people's head. People are going to be triggered. People are going to be upset. But the people, I realize the people, this, stop playing with me, child. I realize, I'm talking to the dog. <laughs> I realize that a lot of the people who are the most triggered by every damn thing are one not black okay they're social justice warriors that i don't have time for who who has one black friend that they always reference two are black people who are largely not working have never worked in the community volunteered to do anything diddly squat but have experienced maybe not getting a promotion or a job because they were black and they've watched Hollywood a lot or they've seen crime in the community and maybe there's just this cognitive dis dissonance but anybody I I feel like any I feel like anybody who has actually been on the ground floor working in the community who has seen things happen experienced you all know that black people be committing crimes it's not we're not angels that's what we need that's what the media wants us to believe why why do they want us to believe that the black man is an angel they want us to believe that the, it's, it's so crazy they want us to believe that the black man is an angel so we can ignore real problems right because there is a study i don't know if this one is true but there's a study that says in 2019 there are only nine unarmed black men killed by police and it says that more police officers were killed by black men than black men killed by police that nine that's crazy. Okay, so that's that's in the same year, 2019, 64,000 black women went missing. Over 400,000 children went missing. I don't know the percentage. I didn't look up the percentage of black children, but I would I would bear to guarantee that it's a lot of those hundreds of thousands. Over 300,000 black babies were aborted the same year. And black people don't talk about that at all. They don't really talk about it. They talk about it when it's trending on social media, of course. But they're not on the ground floor trying to do anything or even paying attention. Because those are numbers that you... Almost, I don't know too many black people that don't know anybody who has gone missing mysteriously. 
or something went wrong in a hospital as well. That's a huge one in the black community. Something they went to the hospital for a little thing and came didn't come out or came out jacked up. That has largely happened in the black community. Black people killed, shot and killed by another black person. That is largely, we all know somebody, okay? Most of you don't know anybody who's been killed unarmed by the police. Re a real person in your real life, okay? So what we have here is we have this creation of victimhood. And I know y'all can't stand it. Y'all can't stand that idea. But I have a poem that I probably, I think I want to perform. But they are making the black man the victim. Okay. Now, completely ignoring the reality of the fact that the most dangerous person to the black community is another black man. That is taboo. That is taboo. My God. You can't say that. You cannot. What? You're not black. You're a sympathizer. You can't say that. These are white people, white social justice warriors who are perpetuating this. And then if you are black and you're, this is literally factual truth. And you say this because you love your community you love black men you don't want them killing each other you love black women you don't want black men killing black women because that's largely what happens a lot of times you don't want black women going missing okay you don't want ch black children going missing you don't want black children getting killed by black men in a drive-by trying to shoot another gang member or a drug dealer or and then you know that these politicians these corrupt people drop guns into these um black neighborhoods that they know have a high crime rate they drop the guns in the areas where they know that there is the highest amount of regulations against guns like chicago chicago is the most highly gun controlled city but at the same time the black on black crime is is through the roof. How 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 is that possible, right? And at the same time, you have black people that are against guns. We they these these damn Democrats, these damn white people, and they're not regular white people. These are elite, rich, wealthy, democratic, elite people. They want us to believe. That it's a smart idea. Same thing with the LGBT. They, but even with the LGBT community, black men are the biggest threat to the LGBT community, period. Men, period, but more than anybody else, black men. The, 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 if I were to go back in my Rolodex of life, and I want all of y'all to do this, as women, as men, there has been more times where my safety has been in danger when it relates to a black man than any other kind of people. And I come from a very diverse upbringing. And for y'all who, oh, she's lesbian, she's hating on black men. I grew up with black men. My purpose is to be a female gatekeeper, a masculine woman who understands what's going on on a, a higher level than the average person. Um, with the masculine and the feminine hold you accountable and not be one of these people that's pacifying you i'm not a mother type figure no you got that you got too much of it pacifying you i am a masculine woman i have my feminine you can have your emotions you can feel how you feel but i'm gonna give you the truth i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not gonna lie i, I don't benefit from it at all whatsoever i don't benefit i'm not trying to date you I'm not trying to be your mother. I am a masculine woman. I am here to hold you accountable. Because all these people, if y'all wipe each other out, nobody gives, they, they, these people don't care. Even the black people don't care. They just want people, they want to be accepted. So many people just want to be accepted and want to be approved of, but they don't want to tell the truth so things can really happen. I say, 
if police brutality was a real issue, I would say police your own neighborhoods, right? Police the police. Carry. Good, well-meaning people should carry firearms. So a police officer is not just going to act crazy if they know you carry, you legally carry firearms. And then at the same time, you would lower the crime rate in the neighborhood if people in the neighborhood knew, oh, yeah, they got a gun. They got an AR-15. They got Oh, we ain't playing with them. Hello? But by completely bypassing and having complete cognitive dis- dissonance by design, not holding uh, black men accountable at all whatsoever, coddling them, okay, and not being honest, and this is not mask, uh, toxic masculinity. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. This is toxic femininity. Actually, it's really toxic femininity, and that's the problem. Wounded feminine energy, and that is why my position in the world is so important. And that's why I call for more masculine women to speak the truth and hold people accountable. I call for more men to understand our roles and our purposes and that we are not here to wipe you out i only need one woman hello it's not like i need all the women to be gay for me to be happy in life like it's not that serious but i can hold you accountable in a way that most women most men cannot so i'm holding you accountable i say by blaming the police all the time also forgetting that there are black police right there are police that are good there's just a tiny percent that they always blow up because they want us to destroy ourselves they want us to be killed okay that's what they want they want police to be afraid to go into the black community for fear not only for fear of their life because they are risking their lives to save people but for fear that if they do save someone they try to save someone or try to protect someone, and they end up having to kill a black person, the story going to get flipped on them as if they are doing police brutality. When sometimes that is not the case. Sometimes these police brutality, sometimes it's so rare that they have to, 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 to script it out. They have to create it themselves, Hollywood style, and promote it as real news. Okay, because the same people who own the news networks own Hollywood. Hello? So I'm just I'm just in a different space than I have been before because I've learned a lot more. I've listened to more voices. I am not a social justice warrior and I will not because I feel like it's weak. I feel like it's feminine energy. I feel like hold yourself accountable. I, I feel like if police brutality was even a real thing, get yourself a gun. Okay, they'll be out crying. It's oh my gosh, I'm so scared for my son. They might die. No, God. Okay, spirituality. When it's your time, it's your time. There's no, you can't control that. Okay, but if you do want to protect your family, if you do truly, if if men, if you really want to protect your family, stay in the home, stay in the house, stay in the house. Don't go nowhere. Stay in the house. Respect your woman. So she doesn't go missing. 64,000. Hundreds of thousands of women going missing. Or men, go, or not men, children going missing. Be at the house. Be present. Pay attention to what's going on in the house, in the home. Okay? That's what I say. More black fathers. And hold men, young men, accountable to being black fathers. Celebrate black fathers. Yes, great. But that's what you're supposed to be doing. That it should not be an accomplishment if you have a children. If you have children, you should be a father. You should be present. Like, and I understand also that there is a system that is created to benefit mothers to not have the husband in the home basically rewards women to get child support versus have the husband in the home or get different benefits from the government and different things like that. I, I understand. I see that. And also that there is mass incarceration that was largely uh, archi- like Joe Biden was the architect of the mass incarceration and the Clintons. They perpetuated that. So they were throwing guns in the black neighborhoods. They were throwing drugs in the black neighborhoods. They were working with the, the top drug dealers in the neighborhood to sell these drugs. 
okay and then when they decided they're done they got all the, the money that they wanted they were throwing these people in jail they were throwing black panthers in jail okay that's an issue prison reform that's a real issue okay and then people want to that's a real issue but at the, all at the same time those same people growing up in the same time a lot of them who have black fathers didn't fall for the trap when there were more gatekeepers in the home they were less likely to fall for the for 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 the trap right it's a trap right so yes identify that there is a trap but don't fall for the trap it, don't be don't act like a victim when you walked into a, a trap educate yourself get around people who are educated and have self-control and don't fall for the okie doke don't fall for the trap okay and then if you do fall for the trap or if you know people who have fallen for the trap, instead of saying, instead of blaming anybody and everybody, do whatever you can to keep people from falling for the trap. Don't take the bait. Don't take the bait. The protests are bait. It's a trap. So, the fact that there is 10 people who... And maybe this number is higher, but I guarantee you it's no higher than 100 or 200. Unarmed black men are killed in 2019. 64,000 women go missing in 2019. Over your head, crickets, black people, crickets, right? I haven't even calculated the number of black on black crime, but I don't, I don't feel like it. That's my point. So then you have black women going to these protests in droves for maybe two to three people okay and most people have never ever actually done any real research on the the uh the actual the actual situation they're getting all the information from the news who want you to be outraged who want you to be triggered right they're not actually researching, oh, they're always going to have a smear, smear campaign on the person who is killed. They're going to, you know, maybe you should just do the research yourself, not believe white people on either side, the ones that are patting you on the back like, oh, you matter, you matter. And also don't believe the crazy sounding ones. Do, do the work, do the research. Now, Black women, black men, black people are going out in the streets in droves. We're supposed to be in a pandemic. It's obviously fake. You should. How much more of a trap does it have to sound like? I mean, really. So. They don't want people pro. They have made it seem like it's a smart idea or that it makes sense at all that they're deeming the protests against mask wearing, the protests against shutting down businesses, the protests against shutting down schools and all this other stuff, people's way of life, being able to feed their children. They're making that seem like those protests on the lockdown are for privileged white people, okay, as if, as if needing to work a job and feed your children is a privilege for anybody. Okay, some of y'all broke as hell, but at the same time, they're making the protests for George Floyd and different things like that. They're ex they're promoting it. They're sponsoring influencers to promote the protests because they know that black people are going to these protests, white people are going to these protests, right? So they want the black people, oh, these entitled white people are out here protesting for the lockdown and they're mad at us for protesting for Black Lives Matter? That's the narrative, okay? That these black celebrities are, are perpetuating. They go to the damn protest to take a picture and a quick little video and then they go back home safe and sound, okay? Three people, protest for three people. 64,000 black women went missing 2019. promoting this protest but they're saying this protest is unsafe because of coronavirus but this protest is not unsafe for coronavirus trump rally oh my gosh coronavirus it's it's unsafe black lives matter protests 
completely safe. Stereotype, white people protest, unsafe. Black people protest, safe. Do you know in Democratic, there's a Democrat in Washington. They were saying that they want to let the black kids, the non-black, the non-white kids go to school first. They want to open up the school for non-white kids first and not allow the black, the white kids to go to school because of the coronavirus. Does that not sound like a trap to you? Don't fall for the trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Trap house. It's a trap. Hello? A trap. Don't fall for the trap. That is obvious. So obvious. So obvious of a trap. And that has been my biggest thing. Like, because they know us so well, because they can say any damn body is black nowadays, Sean, I will say it again and again, Sean King all he had to do was say that even though both my parents are white on my birth certificate, my mama told me that um my real dad is 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 a, is a light-skinned black man. And so I am black and I have full authority to tell all of y'all that it's a good idea to go to these protests and pull down these statues and all this other stuff because black lives matter. All I'm constantly gathering funds from you black people. And you black, same black people, you're struggling to have a job right now. Everybody has been struggling to have a job. You're struggling to feed your children. But they want you, right, while they're collecting funds from the black community, largely, millions and millions of dollars Black Lives Matter has, has raised. And it goes straight to Joe Biden's campaign because the fool has been in, in a damn basement this entire time. Only came out for a photo op. You have all these fools... Kneeling in kente cloth. Talk, you have all these corporations. We support the fight against racism. As if donating money or as if the banner is somehow a fight against racism. I literally saw a YouTube ad with George Floyd being killed. It's a YouTube ad. Of George Floyd, him being killed with some emotional music behind it, and a tab that says, Donate to end racism. How is that, how is that even legally possible for one? They removed my YouTube video about Bill Gates and how he created the coronavirus and all this other stuff, the pandemic. But, but they're advertising, there's a YouTube ad. For George Floyd, it, showing him being killed and put on the gurney and everything, and a button that I can press to donate to end racism, as if you could just put a dollar amount on racism. And where is the money going? Is it going to black people? Can I sign up for some kind of thing where you're going to give me money? Can I get a business loan? Can I bail? And then the crazy thing is, we know that there have been white people largely leading this. We know that they have been, I mean, we've, we've seen the videos of them throwing, like inciting the riots, blowing stuff up, lighting stuff on fire, okay? There's some people that said they were coming out of Black Lives Matter tour buses and one man said he saw some people coming out with KKK shirts on. Who the hell does that, right? I'm sure they took the KKK shirt. The BLM people and the KKK coming out the same damn bus, okay? I'm sure they take their KKK shirts off. If you haven't watched my last video, I talked about how Malcolm X broke MLK and Elijah Muhammad's situation all the way down, which is largely why he got got. <sighs> So these people are making over a billion dollars. BLM has made over a billion dollars in funding. And all they do is protest. Like that's a, that's an organized business plan is to destroy black businesses, to snatch up black people. All sorts of black people have gone missing. Like I said, 
You're protesting for three black people who are supposedly killed by police bruta- brutality, which that is a very rare occasion to happen yearly. Yet 64,000 m- women have gone missing in 2019. People have been highly quiet about it. And then you want all these black people to run into the streets in droves, knowing that black women are largely vulnerable to go missing and have no investigation done, no way of really identifying who did it, especially when everybody in the crowd is wearing masks and people have been going missing. People have been getting killed, right? They try to dismiss it in the media. Oh, well, they weren't actually associated with the protest. They were just at the protest and the, or they went missing after the protest. It doesn't matter. They, they, they went missing at the protest. It was a part of the, it doesn't matter after, before, what? Just to distort, make it seem like it's safe. Oh, it's wonderful. Right. When it's really not, it's really horrible. It's a hor. it's hell on earth is what they got going on. And the fact that it's still going on and it's largely nothing but white people there should let you know, should let you know what the original tent of the whole situation was in the first place. It's a fucking show. It has nothing to do with police brutality. It has nothing to do with black lives mattering. It has everything to do with politics. Black Lives Matter disappeared for four years. Okay? They were here for the 2016 election. They were trying to get everybody to believe Trump was a racist so they could then perpetuate this whole narrative that they just recently did. Take black people through a whole hellhole, through hell and back, with this foolishness narrative, okay, and everybody fighting against each other, division, got us looking crazy, cussing people out, and then yeah, some of y'all need to apologize right now for the way y'all been acting, because I ain't never seen something so crazy as what happened these past couple months, but I predicted, I actually put it on my Instagram, exactly what they're going to do, and they did exactly that, tenfold, so don't fall for the trap don't fall for any of these foolish traps people want all black people every and then there's like well if you've had a good experience then your experience doesn't um uh technically equate to all uh, the problem i haven't had a good experiences with police i think for the most part my experience with police have been not annoying stupid i have literally right before um Right before the 2016 election, I'm trying to remember, uh, Trayvon Martin, they're building up. It was like Trayvon Martin, then Mike Brown, then back to back to back to back to back. They're building up, okay? And uh, what is his name? Uh, Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory spoke a lot about the hoaxes of police brutality and how a lot of times it was really hard uh, organ harvesting and basically after they harvested the organs of these people which is why you notice how brianna taylor they didn't come out with the story until two months later same thing with ahmaud arbery two months later right after they had created this whole narrative that ahmaud arbery's parents didn't know nothing of what happened and was fighting for some kind of justice. Anybody say anything. They waiting two months later to tell them what. Right. Dick Gregory has been talking about how. This. That's what they do. So. And he broke down. The Rodney King. The first one. I talked about this in my Juneteenth video. So. People would assume that I've had wonderful experiences with the police. And all this other stuff. From me just not being completely and totally biased and thinking that all police officers are trash which that is obvious and it's also obvious that it's a trap that they want us to defund the damn police so we could be just asked out hello like do you really want to defund the police no these sex traffickers want to defund the police because Trump has been taking these fools down left and right. So they want us fighting for them to protect these sex traffickers who largely run Black Lives Matter. A couple of them just came out and have been arrested 
for child sex trafficking. Okay, these are the leaders of the movement. And people want to be real triggered, but I just be, I tried to tell y'all from the very beginning, I knew that was a trap. It's obviously a trap if you actually sit down and think about what's happening instead of just being emotional. Like, I get it. At the same time, I don't get how, it's so obvious. Like, it's so obvious. So, I have not had great experiences with police. And right before the Trayvon Martin situation happened, I got pulled over in the suburbs and I got arrested. Why did I get arrested? Why did I have to get out of the car and be sat on the sidewalk in handcuffs while a gang of police, one really is a gang of police in a circle patty caking. I don't understand what the hell. It was like eight. It started off as two. And then it became eight because they all didn't have nothing else to do but to patty cake surrounding each other. Just more cop cars pulled up as if, as if this was such a huge situation. Okay. Y'all want to know what I got pulled over for? What I got arrested for? Do you want to know? Do you want to know why these fools had me on the sidewalk in handcuffs? And taking everything out of my goddamn car, searching my car from top to bottom. There's only one that was actually doing work. Okay. You don't want to know why. Huh? All of that happened because I got a speeding ticket when I was 18 years old. Mind you, I'm 23 at this point. I have completely and totally forgotten about this damn speeding ticket. I got a speeding ticket. I was going 20 in a I think I was going I think I was going 30 in a in a in a 20 speed zone in a neighborhood I got a ticket my dumb self thought I was young I was 18 I'm like well if I just ignore it maybe it'll go away I don't want to tell my mom about this ticket and I also don't want to pay for the ticket because I don't have no money to pay for the ticket I don't feel like getting in trouble so I'm just gonna not go to court just dumb just just dumb it was stupid that was dumb but Really, five years later, these fools pulled me out the car, put me in handcuffs on the sidewalk, had to call back up so they can literally patty cake and laugh and joke in a circle, pulled everything out of my car because I have a warrant on my, I had a warrant on my uh, driver's license because I got a speeding ticket and didn't go to court. What? And for whatever reason, I was the, as calm as a cucumber. I don't even know why I was so calm. I don't know what came over me. It must have been the Lord or something. Came over me, and I just had the most peace. I don't know what was wrong with me. And then I, they took me, and because I had to ride in the back of a cop car. Do you hear me? I had to ride in the back of a cop car. I was put in handcuffs and had to ride in the back of a cop car. Eight different police, just performing. These people are just performing. People think that just because I am not, I don't have this victim mentality, I don't walk around like a social justice warrior, that I have not experienced any kind of racism or discrimination or racial bias or foolishness with people when I really, 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 really have. And so... I'm just like this is literally because it was nothing but white it was a white area and I'm just like y'all are really just performing like you literally don't have nothing to do but to play with me I, I just this is just stupid so they took me in the back of a cop car and dropped me off at a gas station to another police officer because I was in a different county and they had to give me to the county of where I got the ticket. And then they took me to a jail, a suburban jail. I don't know if any of you have ever been to a suburban jail. This is all for a speeding ticket that I didn't go to court for. Do you hear me? Foolishness. This is Obama administration type foolishness. I'm not blaming Obama, but he was trash, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Um, 
brought me to a suburban jail. And I had to sit in that suburban jail for, I think it was like two to three days. And when I tell you that this jail was not, a, it was it was like solitary confinement. It was raggedy. I had to do mug shots and all that, everything. But at the same time, we was getting TV dinners. And I was just like, this is not nothing. <laughs> and I don't know what it was. I don't know what kind of mindset I had at the time. I don't know what was going on, but there was not a time or a moment that I was afraid. I don't know what it was, but if the, if that same thing would have happened after Trayvon Martin, after all this stuff happened, I would have been terrified. But for whatever reason, there was just this piece. I'm up there freestyling, just enjoying my solitary time. I just, <laughs> I don't know what came over me. My mom was so my mom was stressed she's like my baby in jail i never would have thought a speeding ticket are you serious so i mean it's just i literally came out the jail and went and played basketball because it was literally the jail was right it was so it was ridiculous this is not don't think that this is a story that is supposed to represent prison or anything like that because that was the most luxurious prison situation ever but I mean, I feel like the, the, the prison system is the most foolish thing ever. And I'm so happy that prison reform is happening. Thousands of black men are being released from prison because of reversing what Joe Biden created, what the Clintons created, that all these black people love to just dismiss because he's, they have democratic dysphoria. Okay, I'm coining that term. I created it. They have dis, uh, democratic dysphoria. Okay, and they're like, well, I don't care what Biden said or did or that he was the sole, he is solely responsible for mass incarceration. The reason why so many black fathers were not in the home in the 80s and 90s, okay, with the Clintons, who also was part of the whole drug smuggling bullshit that happened that basically created the environment for them to throw black people in jail for little to nothing because you created the something to put them in jail and jail people for it. That's some stuff to be upset about. Like that's foolish, but police brutality. No prison. Yes. That's horrible. That's a hot mess. Okay. People want to talk about park five. Or, oh, Trump was trying to get them, uh, you know, uh, I think sentenced to death and all this different type of stuff. Not realizing that the media at that time was covering the story as if these boys undoubtedly did it in the same way that the media is a damn hoax and there's nothing but fake news all over the place and they're blowing every foolish thing up you don't even know what's going on in reality they were doing the same thing back then they've been doing this since the third since the 1800s propaganda for political political game so this is happening He's doing these threats because he actually he would look in news articles in general and try to help different people in different ways. Right. So in that situation, it's been propagandized. But what people never talk about with this situation. And I saw the propaganda when I watched the daggone movie. That's probably why they got funded. What they didn't say is that Joe Biden was the architect for the environment that allowed them to be racially profiled in the first place and to be thrown in jail and put in jail for years and years and years without any real evidence. That is the world that Joe Biden architected for the black community. He was the architect of that kind of environment. He was the architect of that kind of propaganda where he's upset about desegregation because he's going to make his children have to grow up in a racial jungle. He created the crime bill because these predators are going to knock your mom across the head and they're going to knock, beat up my, my, my sons, right? We can't have them beating up our sons and our grandmothers. I don't care if we created the environment. This is verbatim what this man is saying. I don't, we know largely that we created the environment that these these predators black people are in but it doesn't matter 
we don't we don't have the wisdom to be able to rehabilitate these people we just got to get them off the streets because they're gonna bash our grandma across the head right and at the same time they are working with people who own for-profit prisons people don't realize that in texas they use the literacy tests in fourth grade to determine how many prison beds that they're going to create in the future these are real issues if you were actually on the ground floor if you really cared about what was happening to black people and you weren't just using these issues for people to like you and for people to like your business or people to buy your listen to your music and all this other crap get some more followers and likes and comments and oh yeah that's right and fist bumps and daps Okay, you would actually be doing the research and the work to find out what is actually going on, what's largely going on, is the literacy rate in the black community is horrible. Horrible. In general, in the United States, it's a mess. There's so many people that graduate high school and aren't literate. And literacy is one of the biggest factors in what causes people to do violent or petty crimes that cause them to go to jail the school to prison pipeline so it's so literacy is so important right that they know exactly how many people are likely going to end up in jail 10 years in the future based on their fourth grade reading scores how come nobody talks about that oh you're getting off topic you're talking about other things oh yeah i'm talking about real shit Talking about real shit that they don't want you focused on. Because if you do focus on those things, you can actually create real change within generations of people. You can hold people accountable. You can hold parents accountable. Make sure your children can read in the fourth and fifth grade. Okay? Make sure they can read. Okay? Make sure... This is basic stuff, but they don't want you focused on the basics. Any athlete, they have to work on the basics before they get into more advanced things. The basics, make sure your black women are not going missing. Make sure your your children are not going missing. Make sure also black boys are not getting highly vaccinated because black boys are at the highest risk of getting autism from vaccinations or some kind of vaccine injury. So so many people die of vaccinations of the scheduled medically recommended vaccinations. If you don't believe me, go watch the documentary vaxxed. They're probably censoring it at this point. Um, But they break down how they know they know these people who are scheduling these vaccinations. They know the exact amount of months old a child a black boy is where he is at higher risk of getting autism or some kind of mental disability, learning disability. They want them to have learning disabilities. They want them to have mental issues. And they want them to get autism and be dependent on the system and to struggle in school and to struggle in their minds, right? And they want all of us to have our focus on police brutality, right? Where 10 people per year are, are, are dying. Maybe it's higher, but you have thousands, hundreds of thousands of new cases of black children and specifically black men who are growing up with mental disabilities, mental disorders and autism. And sometimes that makes them very dangerous because it's harder for them to be able to read if they have a, a mental disability, if they're having cognitive issues because of these vaccinations. And then because people are ignoring black on black crime, because people are ignoring the fact that black men, these black men who grow up largely become very dangerous people because they have a mental illness that is not being treated because people are so focused on everything but the black man because you can't talk about the black man you can't talk about black men you can't talk about them at all if you talk about them it has to be completely and totally affirmative positive king i'm here to hold you accountable i want you to survive i have been in i've worked at the shape community center i have literally 
watched, I've seen it with my own eyes. I'm in a group, I'm teaching kids, I'm teaching literacy through songwriting, because I learned about this by being in the community and doing the research and doing the work, being a part on the ground floor. And the, and people will, oh, you're oh, Candace Owens. Oh, oh, you're not black. Oh, oh. Girl, bye. I ain't got time. Anyway, on the ground floor, I am working at the Shape Center. And I'm teaching literacy through songwriting. And I'm seeing, for one, boys and girls learn differently. That's just natural. That's just natural. The way the school system is set up is largely, uh, and the way education is set up is largely feminine. And it's toxic feminine. And so then you, you think about it and you say, oh, women are excelling. Black women are excelling in school and different things like that. Well, it's, it's, if you think about it, people want to talk about emasculating black men. And they always want to point at a gay man talking about emasculating or a lesbian woman as if somebody else being themselves over here that are aware that they are feminine man or masculine woman only 10% of the overall population, probably like three or 4% of the black community, right? They are emasculating the black people, but how, right? What's really emasculating is small things, right? When you have a gatekeeper, you have a masculine woman who can break this stuff down. What's emasculating is sitting down and having a woman teach you about life. Or a man teaching you about life. They are the authority and everybody else is supposed to be passively gaining information. So then you see all these boys, right? And not just black boys, but boys in general. And they got energy. They want to move. They want to run. They want to jump. They want to they wanna move. They got energy, right? And those kids, they're like, oh, yeah, uh. We got to talk to the parents. They got ADHD. We got to calm this kid down. No. The boys, that's how boys are. <laughs> they want to move. They want to run. They want to talk. They want to ask. They want to ask. They got questions. They get, <sighs> they're all over the place. They are kids. That's, that's, that's just, that is the nature. And then you have women fussing at them. Yep, sit down. All this other stuff. And try to get the men in here to control the boys. But it's just like, maybe instead of trying to control the boys you adapt and create a different environment for them to be able to do what they want to do or do what their body needs them to do and at the same time teach and don't make your don't emasculate them by being the only authority ask them questions what do you think about this and so that's largely i like every class i'm adapting so I'm like, okay, I'm putting up all the chairs. We're just going to have the table sitting in, in, on the side. And we're going to do class where we're standing up the whole time. We're moving. And literacy through songwriting, I was basically um, having the kids write a song from scratch, but to the panda beat. Because panda was big at the time. That tells you when that was. These kids are probably grown at this point. I think it was like 2015, 2016. So had the panda beat. Everybody loved the panda beat. Great. We're on one accord. Now, the challenge is you got to up your vocabulary in order to make these lyrics pop. We got to have some meaning. So I had kids, black kids, black boys, and black girls running to the dictionary in the summer to find definitions. How? How? How do you get kids to run to the dictionary? I literally had them running to the dictionary. I was doing all kinds of different like quizzes, competition. Guys like to do competition. Boys and girls like competition. They like to be challenged. And I noticed the girls, even where I'm like, okay, well, you don't have to sit down. Girls would be sitting down chilling. That's, that's girls. And the boys would be up dancing, running around. I'm like, okay, that's cool. But you got to make sure, you know, you're helping your teammates right? Creating an environment for them to thrive instead of trying to force them into a, a largely emasculated, effeminate way of learning 
right? When that's, that's, you know, that's not beneficial. And then if you're going to, then you're, 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 you're teaching them in a emasculate way, in a feminine way. Okay. And then when they don't fit that feminine way of learning, then you want to drug them. Then you want to suppress their energy and their natural mode of being largely kids at that age in indigenous cultures were being trained on how to hunt animals they're being trained on how to be warriors okay the masculines and i was largely like that as a kid too running around moving around i like huh what i don't want this fool telling me what to do i want to do stuff recess was the best part of school just period okay and then they cut that out in junior high and I was so disappointed right and this that's where I had to be in all kinds of sports but that's just one of the many ways where the emasculation starts the drugging of the boys starts the suppressing of the masculine energy it's not gay people over here not a lesbian over there or a gay man over there they want you to believe that because you can't control a gay man that you don't know, or a hypothetical gay man over here, or a hypothetical lesbian, or a random lesbian or gay man that you just so happen to encounter randomly. No, it's something that you experience yourself, emasculation, okay? Emasculation is largely um, when there is no man in the house, right? When you grow up and you have a mother and a bunch of sisters, and they have toxic feminine energy because they don't have a masculine to counteract and to balance that out right so that's just basic right these are basic things these are basic things that we can all work on stay in the house don't be running the streets sit your behind down respect your women realize that they are the ultimate prize having a good woman women work on being a good woman understand masculine energy understand feminine energy and also don't coddle there's just a lot of different basic things that like we have been pulled away from so far away and these elite want you looking at lesbians they want you looking at trans people they want you looking at bisexual people they want you looking at gay people when we are the people who would be the ones balancing it out letting you know oh this is really what's going on don't give the kid adhd medicine they really it, he's a boy he's gonna run around he's gonna do these things that's just how boys are like nah we don't uh -uh. maybe you need to bring them to a school that's more accepting of who he is or maybe you need to make sure that he's in sports and make sure he's you know getting that energy out whatever talk to the, the teachers but you know what i'm saying that situation Make sure you're educating him at school. Maybe he needs to be homeschooled and where you, he can move around and you can teach him in your own special way. Because, I mean, s public schools and schools are largely indoctrination stations. Indoctrination camps is basically what schools are. And that's why I could never get with it. Okay. So this is another long podcast to come around to say, I am not left or right when it comes to police uh br brutality i definitely think it's bait uh for these elite groups of people to lure in black people so they can traffic them and that is what's been happening and they've been suppressing that information they've been killing black people more black people have died at the protest than have uh died due to police brutality and and you tell black people this and they will say well you're getting off subject hell the no i'm not how come you don't know the names of all the people who've gone missing who have died at the protest why why are you so married to this media who doesn't care about you if you get hit by a car or if a police slaps you in the back of the head or a black man slaps you in the back of the head or any other kind of man regular old person slaps you in the back of the head and that's not white Nobody's going to know your name. You, it's just going to be you and your family. You're going to die. You're just going to die. Don't nobody care. If you die in the hospital, don't nobody care. Okay? So you got to care about yourself. You got to care um, enough about yourself to not fall for these traps. 
to do the full research, to educate yourself on everything, question everything. Don't just fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the trap, please. It's foolish now. There's going to be a lo- whole m- lot more traps in the future. So don't fall for it. All right? Don't fall for it. I'll see you on the next video. And I'm out. <laughs>